This is Comic Shannikins, episode 689, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, June 19th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 689. It's our comic reviews episode for the week of Wednesday, June 19th. Yes, this is very late. I'm recording this on July 1st, so happy Canada Day to those Canadians listening. Uh, to those who are in America, never mind. Just another day. Uh, for you guys, at least. Uh, so June 19th, let's take a quick look at some of the books that came out that week. Uh, this will be a, a... Well, I mean, I, I read five books, so I could obviously spend a lot of time on those five books. However, as these books came out almost two weeks ago, I'm going to be a little bit uh, cl- quick with it. So first looking at books I haven't had a chance to read yet, but are notable releases from June 19th. We have Age of X-Men, Next Gen, number five. Age of X-Men, The next, the Amazing Nightcrawler, number five. Aquaman, 49. Captain Marvel, Deadpool, Justice League, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Nightwing, Savage Sword of Conan number six, uh, Shuri, Spider-Man in the League of Realms, Star Wars, Dr. Aphra, Star Wars, High Fighter, Star Wars, Superman in Year One, Teen Titans, The Unstoppable Wasp, Tony Stark, Iron Man, Uncanny X-Men, which I'm falling behind on, unfortunately, and X-Men Grand Design Extinction number two. I feel like I'm probably not going to end up reading it in singles. I'll probably just end up with the large, uh, oversized uh, Marvel Treasury Edition version of that two-issue series, and then I'll have all three, and then I can read them all. I don't think I've actually read the first two that I own. Not a big surprise, since I'm behind on everything. Uh, so, first up this week, we have an issue of Batman, issue 73. Uh, this is by Tom King and Mikhail Yannan. And uh, first of all, I enjoyed the issue. I like the art a lot. Um, interesting story. I, I, I guess my problem with it is I feel like it didn't really do enough. Like, it didn't go anywhere. Like, I, I feel like you got an entire issue and... Not that it wasn't well-written, not that I didn't at times find it interesting, but I just felt like the plot, if there was one, was so exceptionally slow, and just having the, you know, over and over having the same type of sequence of uh, Thomas Wayne fighting these, these you know, evil ninjas in the desert, I just felt like the issue took a long time to get where it was going, and where it was going wasn't very far, and... I, I just found it frustrating. Like, I, again, I I feel like there's issues like this where you... I guess, where's the plot? <laughs> because the Nightmare storyline, although at times interesting and beautiful in terms of the art and the introspection, I uh, felt like the plot really got away uh, from where Tom King was going. Like, I didn't even know what the plot was anymore. And then you have this arc where, you know, you have him fight and, get, you know, get beaten by Bane, and now you just have him... You know, in the desert with with Thomas Wayne, and it's just like, what is happening and why? And I don't know. Um, And and so I I just feel like this issue specifically really felt like Tom King had maybe lost the plot a little. Like he had these ideas of what he wanted to do, and have you know this cool dialogue between uh, Bruce and his father, and this kind of this quest into the desert. Fine. I just felt like it went on really long. It didn't feel like we really got anywhere, and. From a plot perspective, I just felt like, where was the plot? And this is technically part four of the storyline. I don't even know where it started anymore. Like, I just feel like, at times, the he's such a good writer. No one is going to dispute that. Or at least, I, I'm not going to dispute that. I do find Tom King a great writer. However, is I think that there are sometimes some shortcomings in his writing. And I feel like this is an arc where, maybe back-to-back arcs, where I, I think he thought he's doing something that he thinks is really cool stylistically but from a you still need to have a plot and if can you can anyone really tell me what the plot was of the last six seven issues i i I don't even know what it was i i know that batman's been captured he escapes and fights bane 
is that really that's the last seven issues? Is that really what you can tell me? Like, I just I that, I find that frustrating, a little maddening. Even though when I like the writing and like the art, um, I'm gonna give the issue a seven. If, like, I just I'm I'm almost deducting it because there's no real plot and it's it's so trying to be smart and cool and have a good style. But I I think that it does that at the expense of having a plot that actually moves forward. Uh, next up, we have Captain America number 11. Uh, this is by Tanahisi Coates and Adam Kubert with color art by Matt Miller and letters by J- uh, Virtual Calligraphy's Joe Caramagna. Um, this is the, I really enjoyed it because it's always cool kind of seeing Cap be Cap and um, having, the, you know, the, the, uh, his rescue squad come to get him I thought was really well done and interesting. And I thought at times the art felt a little... Like, there was too much white space. Like, even just the border around the page, I feel like there could be more happening. And there was a bunch of pages where you kind of had, like, as we get to the end of the uh, issue, in successive pages, you have kind of the narrowing of the actual, um, the art in terms of the center panels. And you have more and more white space. And I, I don't know if I really like that. It just feels like I'm getting more and more white space that's not being illustrated. Um, that being said, I enjoyed it. Um, it definitely moves the plot along. Um, you know, Cap gets out of prison and, uh, you get to kind of see him always being a hero, um, no matter what. And, uh, people will go with him for a while and then they will turn on him. And that's definitely what happens here. Uh, it's cool to kind of see all the pieces kind of coming together and you have like the Americops and all this. Um, I was really enjoying it. I thought the artwork was great. I enjoyed it quite a lot. I'm going to give it an eight unsurprisingly uh, next up we have Daredevil number 7 this is No Devils Only God part 2 this is by Chip Sadarsky uh, artwork by uh, who does the artwork here Lalit Kumar Sharma and inks by Jay Leaston um, I really like this um, it's not maybe as, as beautiful or gorgeous as Marco Cicchetta's artwork but I really enjoyed it it's so interesting having a Daredevil story where Matt's not really being Daredevil, but he's still being cool and still using his abilities in an, in an interesting way. Um, kind of seeing the fallout of him kind of being disappearing and, and Daredevil not being around and how that impacts people in his life. Uh, what I really thought um, was awesome was the end of the issue where he's just making 911 calls and reporting you know, robberies, whatever the case might be, assaults, uh, attempted robberies, and he's just sitting at home listening to the world and just calling and calling and calling. And I thought that was such a fascinating idea. Um, Because we've seen that before where he can kind of hear everything in the world. Like until he's able to kind of, you know, hone in on things, he, in theory, if he opened himself up, could just be hearing the noise of the world. So here, the fact that he can kind of do that, but then, you know, kind of narrowing it down to try and help people in a very different way than he's used to as Daredevil, I thought was a really cool idea. Uh, This was great. Uh, I'm also going to give this an 8. I just really dug Daredevil. Uh, again, I'm enjoying the art. Even though he's not Daredevil in it, um, Daredevil is a, it still exists, and there's still a specter of it and how that impacts you know, Kingpin, how he feels about it. The fact that you know Kingpin kind of decides to divest himself from crime, partially because Daredevil's gone, like there's no sport in it. Um, just really interesting character studies uh, and also kind of moving along the plot line because I, if I rail on one person for not doing much of the plot I feel like I have to acknowledge when someone else does um, and I felt there was a lot of plot here. Next up we have Guardians of the Galaxy issue number 6 um, this I actually quite enjoyed uh, this is the final gauntlet 6 of 6 by Donnie Cates and Jeff Shaw um this was this I thought was great. You have the idea that you have all the guardian. Uh, sorry, you have like the Imperial Guard um, coming together with you know the actual guardians to stop 
the you know kind of rebirth of, uh, of Thanos. Uh, you have this cool idea, which I guess we're not going to see for a couple weeks, with uh, Johnny Blaze uh, finding Frank Castle in hell and saying, like, you know, I'm the king around here. You must be Frank. Want to race. Find out more in Avengers 22. Hell yes, I want to find out more. Um, really, yeah, the issues about what's going to happen between Eros uh, taking on, you know, Thanos um, and, and basically, like, how is Thanos going to be reborn? And he does get reborn, but it's not quite like the Thanos we know. And I thought that was a really cool kind of different way to go about it. He's almost like a, a brain-damaged version of Thanos. Um, I, I dug this. I'm, I liked how the team kind of prolifer, prolifer, proliferated afterwards. They all kind of went their own way. And I like that you have uh, Groot uh, with so many different drinks as he's kind of holding them with his different parts of his body. Um, I'm excited to see where they go from here. I can't remember what happened to Rocket or what was the last we even saw of Rocket, but I'm excited to obviously see Rocket come back. I, I dug this. This felt the most like the Guardians I remember from DNA before Bendis kind of took over and changed the team. This felt less like the movie Guardians, and it started to feel more like the comic book Guardians, if that makes any sense. And maybe it doesn't, but just for me, that's what it started to feel like. I'm actually going to give it a 7.5. And, and last but not least this week... We have Wolverine, The Infinity Watch, number five, uh, which I actually really enjoyed. I thought this was great. It's by Jerry Dugan and Annie McDonald, Annie McDonald on art, Jordi Belair on colors, and Corey Petit, or Corey Pettit on letters. Um, I, I love the art. I thought McDonald was great. Um, I really like the storytelling. Um, everything with, you know, the, the character, now I forget his name, who has the time stone, learning how to use the time stone and kind of be a superhero of his own. I thought it was really cool. Um... The only thing that I guess was a little bit short for me was Robbie, uh, Ryder, and just kind of taking off. Everything else I thought was really cool and a great idea. Um, again, like seeing how Wolverine gets his butt kicked by the, you know, I'm going to call him the, the Time Master, but he's not actually the Time Master. It was a really interesting kind of team up between uh, Wolverine and Loki throughout this, and I liked, again, seeing everything. I, I just, I thought this was so much fun. This was a great follow up to everything that we got through the Infinity Wars storyline and felt more earned and much more enjoyable um, even though you know Wolverine's a weird character to have in it having it's basically Wolverine and Loki and this other guy and I, that was actually an interesting concept is it something I needed Wolverine to do no but I also didn't know I would like it this much either so this is really entertaining and uh, yeah what else can you hope for with that Looking forward to next week's comics. Well, really, I'm talking about comics that came out a week ago, but I'll be talking about them in a couple days. Uh, on June 26th, that we had new issues of Action Comics, Age of X-Men, The Extremists, Amazing Spider-Man, Avengers, Batman Damned, Batman Beyond, Black Panther, Conan the Barbarian, Detective Comics, Dalai Trujillo, Doctor Strange, Fantastic Four, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, uh, Justice League Dark, Magnificent Miss Marvel, Major X, Martian Manhunter, Marvel Comics Presents, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, Mr. and Mrs. X, oh my god, Runaways, Spider-Man Reptilian Raid, Spider-Man Annual, Star Wars Age of Rebellion, Darth Vader, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, um, Superior Spider-Man, Thanos, The Flash, The Terrifics, Thor, Wolverine Exit Wounds, Wonder Woman, War of the Realms, New Agents of Atlas, War of the Realms, Punisher, War of the Realms, Uncanny X-Men, and War of the Realms number six, where the whole shebang ended. I have not read most of the... I've never... I've not read anything that was branded as War of the Realms in terms of the actual title. I've read some of the tie-ins here and there from other books. I'm excited to actually sit down with the entire event, hopefully on my, on my vacation uh, at the end of July, and just plow through it all uh, and be able to enjoy the, the majesty of the storyline all at once. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode. You can rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. And we'll have another episode up for you probably uh, either tomorrow or in a, in a couple days. Uh, there will probably be a bunch of episodes today as I'm trying to get the podcast back on track. 
um, for, a, for a schedule that only I care about. But the uh, we're getting close to episode 700. Not sure what I'm going to do for that. It's coming up really fast, and I'm not. I'm not. Usually, I find I've, I've prepared months in advance, and this time I feel like it's just it's creeping up on me super fast. But uh, it's coming up. Episode 700 uh, should be a fun one, hopefully. Uh, so thanks again for joining me, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye bye.